RadioInfluence.com. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm so excited. It's now 2022. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. This is your host, Tracy. And I've decided that for 2022, I really want to dedicate my year to my true love, which is pizza. You guys all know how much I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I have a pizza tattoo. And over the last couple months, I was thinking, what can I do to really be around pizza even more than I already am? So I decided that starting today for the first Friday in January, I will be featuring Frozen Pizza Friday on Instagram each week. I'll be sharing with you guys some of my favorite pizzas. I'm going to start in no random order, just pick random ones from the grocery store and really give my true opinion on everything from taste and presentation, quality and price. And I'm actually going to do something fun and do kind of a rating system, whether it's a one slice or a five slice kind of pizza. Now, I was going through a little bit of research to really kind of see when frozen, sorry, when frozen pizza actually first came out on the market. And I learned that it actually first appeared in grocery stores in the early 1950s in the Northeastern U.S. And then in 1950, a patent application was filed by Mr. Joseph Bucci. And that was actually the first evidence of frozen pizza coming onto the market. And the sale of the first frozen pizza was actually in Boston, which I thought was kind of cool. I've always heard Boston has a great Italian food scene. People that go there and visit all the time tell me that I need to go. It's definitely on my bucket list. But the first name was called Rome Pizza. And then by the mid 1950s, the trend spread from New England all the way to, you know, other parts of the country and newspapers were even featuring ads for 33 cent frozen pizza pies. Now, this is kind of interesting and I really did not know this but there were some struggles with getting the right quality dough for frozen pizzas. And the first person who actually was able to get it right was Rose Testino, which you all know for the uh, frozen pizza rolls. So she was actually the first one to get it right. And then this is what I thought was interesting. So Rose and her husband, Jim, they owned a very successful Italian restaurant in Minnesota. And they soon discovered that selling frozen pizzas was, was a lot more profitable than baking fresh in their restaurant. They had so much success within a decade that they were soon sold nationwide and they became the best selling brand of frozen pizzas in the 1960s. By 1975, they sold their company to Pillsbury for 20 million, which I can only imagine what that would be nowadays. Then fast forward up to close to when I was born in 1976. We then had another frozen pizza maker on the market, which was also from Minnesota. So I'm I'm wondering what's up with Minnesota and the frozen pizza, but that was actually the brand we all know, Red Baron. Then just some other fun things I learned were in 1985, one of the first pizza novelties to come out were bagel bites, and they were actually introduced by two Floridians, and they eventually became owned by the brand Heinz. And then by the by the time the 90s rolled around, the rising crust trend was, you know, a big thing. And then Kraft has their brand DiGiorno, which we all know, and they actually soon made their way to be the number one top selling frozen pizza brand in the world. So I sat down and made a list of all the different pizzas I've tried over the years, going back to when I was a kid. And I've actually been making a few field trips to different grocery stores everywhere from Publix to Sprouts and even, you know, some of the local specialty stores in Tampa Bay. There are so 
many brands and I feel like every single day I'm seeing a new company that I've never even heard of before. So here is just a small sample of everything that I'm going to be trying. So I have Red Baron, Totino's, Tony's, Celeste, Lean Cuisine, yes, Lean Cuisine, but they actually were rated on a few websites as having a pretty decent frozen pizza. Against the Grain, California Pizza Kitchen, Trader Joe's, Tombstone, Newman's Own, Scream and Sicilian, which I've actually had their pizzas a couple times. I was very impressed. Real Good Foods. Now that's the low carb food company, which is very keto friendly. I kind of struggle with their pizza a little bit. They've got a couple different ones on the market and they do have a cauliflower crust, which I really didn't care for it the first time I tried it, but I'm going to give it another shot. Maybe this time I'll put it in my air fryer and we'll see what happens. There's also Sam's Choice, which is a Walmart brand, Elio's, DiGiorno, American Flatbread, Urban Pie, Fraschetta, Amy's. I could go on and on. So I can't wait to really dive into this. It's going to be a fun experiment and it's definitely has to be a, a cheat day for me each week. So currently my favorite brand is Target's. Their frozen pizza, which is their brand Good and Gather. So a couple months ago, I was in Target, which I practically live there, and I was walking up their pizza aisle and they had their brand of pizzas on sale for $5. So I picked up a mushroom and truffle pizza, which is what I'm featuring today on Instagram. I was completely blown away. When I took that pizza home and took it out of the box, I first noticed how perfect it looked, just unwrapping the plastic from it. So I put it in the oven and when it was all finished, it honestly looked like something that would have been a restaurant quality. The taste was phenomenal. I didn't have to share it with my kids because they hate mushrooms and truffles. And I was really just completely impressed. So I went back the next day since those pizzas were on sale, I grabbed a couple other ones such as their margarita. They also have a tomato with arugula. And I was again, completely impressed. I've had a couple times where I've gotten a frozen pizza and it either tastes like cardboard or you can just tell the quality of the ingredients really isn't there. And that's kind of why I really want to conduct this experiment. And I've also seen on a few websites where they've rated different pizzas that some of the Lower priced brands such as Red Baron, which are always on sale, they have some phenomenal ratings for some of their pizzas. So that's going to be something fun to try. I hope you guys will follow along. I've also reached out to a couple of different pizza companies to see if they would like to, you know, collaborate in any way. So I will have some giveaways coming up for vouchers for frozen pizzas. Now, once this little experimentation of frozen pizzas comes to an end. I'll still have a few weeks left in the year. So I'm going to go back and really try some of those pizza spots that I haven't had since I was a kid, like Domino's and Little Caesars. And then Hungry Howie's is a place I've actually never had their pizza. So all of them are going to be coming back into my life. Pizza Hut, you name it. Cannot wait to do this. Now, one other thing I, I wanted to share with you guys, I'm super excited. So I bought myself a Christmas gift this year, which was a Cuisinart toaster oven air fryer. I got it at Target. They had this incredible deal. It was $230. And if you bought it just right up until the day before Christmas, you got a $100 gift card back. So I couldn't resist. I said, this is perfect. So a couple of years ago, I was gifted a very similar air fryer just like that. These are much bigger than some of the ones that you see on the market. So it actually functions as not only an air fryer, but you can do a toaster oven. You can bake in it. You can broil in it. It's just it's there's so many different things that you can do with it. And it's very convenient. 
It is pretty big. So I have mine sitting on top of my stovetop and I've been using it more than more than my actual oven. So I had some fun over the the holidays. I really I stayed local. I didn't go out. I know I had mentioned on last week's podcast, I was torn between New Year's Eve of going to a rooftop bar and celebrating or just staying home. So I chose to stay home and I had a great time with my air fryer. We made so many delicious memories together over the holiday weekend. And it's also such a great tool as well, because if you're, you know, trying to do meal prep, if you're in a rush, if you want to have, you know, quick meals at home, if you're, you know, if you're busy like me with kids and multiple jobs, or if you're just looking to find a healthier way to enjoy some of your favorite foods, such as chicken wings, the air fryer is the way to go. I had so many people reaching out to me on Instagram after seeing some of the food I was posting and, they were just asking me so many questions. They were, they were impressed because they've actually looked into air fryers, but never really took the plunge or only have one of those smaller ones that are, you know, they're still great for vegetables and things like that, but these bigger ones are incredible. So far I have been beyond impressed with Cuisinart. I do have a couple of their products in my kitchen. I have a food processor by them that I've had for over 20 years. It's never let me down. So definitely, if you guys are in the market for an air fryer, I highly recommend the Cuisinart brand. I will have some more recipes as well. And some of these pizzas, the smaller ones, I'll be placing them in my air fryer to kind of test you know, getting the crust nice and crispy. One thing I did notice about some of these pizzas is that depending on your oven, sometimes like the core, or, well, depending if it's round or square, but the outer crust of the pizza will get kind of burnt and then the inside is kind of soft. So I'm trying to get that perfect balance. And I, I've been looking up some, you know, different tricks and everything on how to achieve the perfect pizza crust for your frozen pizza. So anyways, guys, I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. And also going forward, I'm going to take probably a couple of minutes out of each episode just to kind of share the current pizza of the week. But in the meantime, just follow me on Instagram at Tracy Forks around town. So you guys, I'm getting so excited about pizza. I can't even, I can't even talk today. I'm actually having some tonight. I can't wait. It's definitely going to be one of the ones I just mentioned, but yes, my Instagram is at Tracy Forks around town. Every Friday, there'll be a featured pizza. I have a couple giveaways coming up and I'm also going to be doing some actual video reviews so I can show you the cooking process slicing it up the whole nine yards. So I've already made a couple of really fun Instagram reels. I hope you guys will laugh because some of them are quite hysterical. I must say, I always, I'm trying to learn so many tricks and I know I always say this all the time, but TikTok is just another one that I still haven't really fully dived into. My daughter made some incredible videos over the holiday and she's only 13 and I was honestly blown away. So I asked her to be my TikTok coach. <laughs> so I can't wait to see how that turns out. She did a fun video with me, which I haven't shared yet just because I'm saving it for a special food holiday that has to do with pizza coming up later in the month. Well, anyways, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And if you have any recommendations on frozen pizza, I would love to hear from you. You can always send me an email, tracy at forkingaroundtown.com. You can message me on Instagram. And don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on radioinfluence.com or wherever else you like to go and download your favorite podcasts. Have a delicious weekend, everyone.
This is an In the Trenches with Ian Beckles Quick Fix on Radio Influence. To me, the A-B situation, as I'm seeing everybody else deal with it, think about it this way, everybody. A-B, when you talk about mental health, and please do me a favor and stop saying it's not mental health, okay? Stop that, please. And like on social media, I put out a post and I said, listen, let's keep it real now, okay? The kid is sick. Everybody's like, he's just an asshole. Okay. You know you know how many assholes are in the NFL? 30%? 30% of the ass in the NFL is assholes. There's 30% of your office is full of assholes. Assholes don't do things to cost themselves millions of dollars. It doesn't happen, okay? Assholes don't get fired. Assholes are just assholes. I played against, I played with a lot of assholes. They weren't fired. They weren't sent home. And they weren't ridiculously talented and can't find a gosh darn job. Come on now. That's not being an asshole. To do what he did yesterday is not being an asshole. You're showing your ass in front of millions of people. The Today Show opened up with him, Antonio Brown. Are you kidding me? Who thinks that that is good for anybody's brand? Okay? And with greatness comes enabling. And they've been enabling, you know, Antonio Brown for ages now, okay? They've been enabling him for ages. And now all of a sudden, everybody wants to jump on top of him. And he broke down in front of the film, blew millions of dollars, okay? I'm going to say this. All Bruce Aarons has to say is, the guy gets fired everywhere he's at. You guys are going to believe him? Why would anybody believe him at this moment? I don't know why anybody would believe Antonio Brown at this moment. I certainly don't. I'm going to say good riddance, but I'm also going to say this. If I was his teammate, I would still have his back because that's still my boy. That's still my teammate. We still went to war together, and I would hope for the best for you, and if you needed anything, I would be there for you. And I hope that's how his teammates are approaching this because that's still your teammate. That's still your role, dog, but he clearly needs some help. In the Trenches with Ian Beckles can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com. 